Welcome to the My Favorite Sister podcast. We're two 30-something sisters trying to keep in touch from across the world. That's Sarah. She's a younger one and lives in England. And that's Elizabeth. She's the older one and lives in Los Angeles. And we're here to help you procrastinate. So sit back and enjoy whatever random discussion we decide to have this week. everybody welcome back to the my favorite sister podcast hello hello it's perfect timing to start a podcast because a very loud motorcycle just went by but oh, I, think perfect. Great. I think we just missed it so it's fine. i didn't hear anything so i think we're fine yeah um, it's great it's great just got that out or whatever i don't know do your sound <laughs> magic yeah stay tuned for 30 minutes from now when the gym closes and it's like very loud <laughs> gate sounds um, well, welcome everyone. It's Sunday in our respective cities, wherever we're recording from. For me, Sunday morning here in sunny Los Angeles, and I don't know, seems like it's dark over there. I can't it's really very tell. dark, yeah. Yeah, it's been cl- pretty uh, cloudy and overcast all day today, but yeah, it's definitely sunset by like four o'clock fully, and then fully dark really, by like so four thirty. So. It's kind of like, oh it's really, de- it is very depressing. The time change and then dark so early, I just have lost all motivation. I'm very glad I have this upcoming Thursday and Friday off work for, you know, my own Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. That I just celebrate. I just, you know, carry it on because I need a break. I'm like tired and don't want to work anymore. So I need an extended long weekend. And yeah. um, Jack found out on Friday that he has to go to a, a client site, uh, like Friday, Black Friday. Um, he's like, so I probably need to leave on Thursday night and stay there. And I was like, oh, cool. Where are you going? And he like said the place. And I was like, I mean, if there's something to do, I could, like, come as well, because I had the days off work, and we'd just, like, stay through Saturday. Um, and today we were looking up the place, and there's nothing to do. So I was like, okay, I'll be home by myself. Bye. Yeah, okay, bye. Have fun. <laughs> oh, Dom. I was like, have fun. I'll be home getting a facial and drinking Prosecco, watching the parade, and eating, like, cranberry cheese-based appetizers. Oh, darn. <laughs> so delightful. Yeah, I, uh... I also needed a break, so I took this full week off because I'm feeling very burnt out. And um, yeah, so we'll see how that goes. But I've already exhausted myself. It's gonna take me like five days to recover yeah, from you, the it's weekend a good thing I just you, had. You, yeah, it's good timing because you're you've been booked and busy, and I'm very jealous. I was like, you um, basically just had like the my concert dream life. So- so yeah, if I sound a little raspy and hoarse to everyone, I apologize, but I've just spent the past two nights going to a concert, and I don't think I've been to, I don't think I've ever been to back-to-back concerts, I'm like trying to think of my life, I'm like, nope, no, oh, no, no. For me, like, concerts are like, maybe I've been to one like every six months, you know, that'd be like, <laughs> yeah. whoa, watch it there. Um, but yeah, so Friday night, went to go see Lizzo, she's the best, um, so much fun. No, I didn't know you went to a second concert. That's the only one I knew about. So. Yeah, so I went to Lizzo, um, which was so fun. I will admit, it was inside, and I was wearing a mask, you know, like, 95% of the time, unless I was, like, taking a drink of my whatever cocktail I ever had, and it did get hard on some songs to, like, breathe and dance and sing. <laughs> that was tough. Um, but it was so fun. Lizzo's amazing. Outfits were on fire, just, like dancing like my friend and I afterwards were talking about how like 
you know, people would say, like, bigger girls aren't, like, flexible, but, like, you know, she had all her dancers who were, like, yeah. bigger and kicking their legs up, like, higher than I could <laughs> ever dream to kick my leg up. I'm all right. Like, I can do that. Definitely no. And then, uh, but there was this, this group in front of us, because we were on the floor, and, um, they were, like, talking to each other the entire time, like, having, like, full-on conversations. I'm like, turn your head. The head is, the person you right. want to see is the other way. Like, right. just, like. It's like you can like have like in one offs like to each other, but it was just like one would like turn to like you know lean into the other person and like have yeah. a conversation. Like, what are you doing? I don't understand. Lizzo is up there. You're missing her. Yeah, right. It's like you just paid all this money to come to this concert, so like and like spend time to come here. <laughs> and I will say, I was very stressed out because I like didn't know what to wear. I was Tim was like so tired of hearing about it because I was just like. <laughs> <laughs> or it's on Amazon, or stuff from Abercrombie, or stuff from like, you know, and I went to Target like the night before because I was like, I don't, I don't know what to wear. Like I was like so stressed about it because I'd like hung my hat on this like one top and then I ended up not wearing it because I couldn't figure out like how what to wear with it. So I ended up wearing like these like black leggings from Spanx, um, that kind of like had a leathery feel. Like I got Ooh, like a white cute. long crop, basically like workout top from target it was not even like yeah. a, it's like for working out it was not even like a real top and then i bought this like uh like holographic kind of like purpley jacket on amazon Ooh, nice oh, white sneakers i was like about to try to wear like cute shoes um no oops sorry that's my alarm so i didn't miss this podcast um <laughs> apologies there but Anyways, but I got, like, lots of compliments on the jacket, so I was like, ha, I've done it. I've yeah, picked the right outfit. showpiece. For any guys, if there's any guys listening out there, which I doubt it, but if there's any guys, um, well, we welcome you, but what I'd say is, like, if you think girls dress for guys, you are completely incorrect. Girls dress <laughs> to get the compliments of other girls and gays. Yeah, of course. And if those people are younger, even better. You're like, I've hit the jackpot. Like, I've done right? it. I mean... When we went and saw, you know, the Queen Heather McMahon uh, at Christmas last year, I can't believe it's been almost a whole year, but it was like, we got so many compliments on our outfits, and also, you then became, like, everyone's, photo- like, photographer in front of the oh, giant Christmas tree. Oh, that was a bad choice tree. by them, because I'm not a good photographer, so I feel bad for them. <laughs> I know, but you took somehow. one group photo, and you did, like, vertical panorama, and everyone's, like, drunk minds exploded, and so then, while we were, like, waiting for our Uber, <laughs> you got asked to take the photo for every other group. I'm like, no, I'm so bad at it, though. Yeah, we covered all the bases for that show, because we had sequin, I had a sequin jacket, and you had a, like, full leopard print jacket. Yep. yep. We were styling. Um, I will say what I discovered at the Lizzo show is that my phone is old and sucks, because I'm trying to take photos, right? And, like, I'm trying to zoom in, but it just looks bad. I see literally, like, hundreds of phones in front of me who are, like, no problem getting a photo of Lizzo, like, with, like, no zoom, <laughs> practically. Yeah. It looks like crisp, and I'm like, okay, sorry, sorry, everyone, my phone sucks. It's a ten. Yeah. It's like five years old. Yep. But yeah, mine's that was like, fun. I mean, obviously, oh. I did a I did a mega phone upgrade, so mine's better now. But Jax is still better. <laughs> yeah. Well, so I mean, some of the highlights of the show include, like, uh, one Missy Elliott coming out. Woo! That's what I was saying. I was like, it's my dream. That's my dream. Do you think Heather McMahon will bring Missy Elliott out on stage when we're in Vancouver? <laughs> Probably not. God, dang it. Maybe Pitbull. So she does Maybe Pitbull. That'd be amazing. 
Um, no. Maybe, but... maybe like Nina Dobrev. I'm like, who would be in Vancouver? Like, yeah, right. Um, since they were in that movie. <laughs> so, like, everyone went crazy. Like, you and my friend, you know, my friend. That's my dream. And I that went, like, we, like, look at each other, like, oh, my God. And then we were like, it's Missy Elliott. Um, and Lizzo, we were like, Lizzo must be real tall, because Missy Elliott looks, like, so tiny next to her. Yeah. Like, that was awesome. <laughs> and then, like, two songs later, Cardi B came out. What? No way. Yeah. And it was cool. Um, stacked. I guess that's what happens when you're in LA, so. I know. That's the always thing about nice Because everyone is there. In LA. Is that sometimes you get, like, surprises, and I was like, who else is she going to bring out? She bring out anyone else? I was like, maybe Harry Styles, because he's been in LA doing, like, a billion shows. And I feel like mm. he came out at her Coachella show. Or she came out at his Coachella show, I guess. And then, and then I thought they might bring out Lauren Hill, because she, like, sampled something from, like, one of the Lauren Hill songs, you know? And then they did that song, and then they, like, started playing, like, the original version. We're like, oh my god, is Lauren Hill about to come out right now? But she did not come out. <laughs> So that was really fun. Um, but, you know, I'm elderly, and uh, one concert was already pushing it, even though I didn't go to bed that late. I slept probably like eight hours. And then I was like, Pretty good. yesterday, came back, you know, didn't do much. Had to take a nap before I started getting ready for the other show that I was going to go to. That was like a last minute thing. And then I wake up, and it's like, I don't know. It's really hard to motivate yourself to, like, get ready when it's already dark outside. You're like, oh, my God, I can't. Like, it's dark. <laughs> I don't want to do this. But last night, I went to go see the Elton John at Dodger Stadium. No way. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's amazing. That's definitely, like, a once-in-a-lifetime show. And it's his farewell tour. That's, like, otherwise, like, would I have gone? I don't know. Maybe. But I was just like, it's once-in-a-lifetime. I've never seen him. I gotta go see him. Yeah. It was a little bit of a bummer, though, because he didn't have any special guests. There was, like, nobody that came out. I was like, can we get a Britney? Because he just did a song with her. Can we get Dua Lipa? No, apparently he's saving it all for tomorrow, because they're doing, like, some live stream on Disney+. Ah. Plus. Boo. And I was like, okay. But, like, all these people are here. Couldn't they just come out and do, like, right? a dress rehearsal? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was very fun. Before the live stream. It was very fun, but my voice is, like, shot. Yeah. yeah, obviously I'm going to be convinced for the next week that I caught COVID somehow because, you know, <laughs> you're just around a billion people, especially now that my throat is, like, not feeling great because of singing and whatever, mm. but um, it was very fun. It was fun, um, but now I'm exhausted, so I'm going to need, like, three or four days to... Yeah, so it's perfect timing that you have a whole week off. I know, but I feel like I'm going to have to sleep for, like, three days. <laughs> But anyways, that's what's going on with me. Um, you got you got your hair done. That's exciting. Yeah, literally, I've had a very chill weekend. Haven't done pretty much anything. <laughs> it's just yeah, just chilling to like. I feel like December is gonna be so busy, so just kind of like enjoying having a one final chill out weekend. Although I guess technically next weekend will also be chill out, but it'll be like preparing for like a following weekend a little bit. So yeah. yeah. I, like, had a hair appointment early Saturday morning, came home, just, like, ate lunch, and we didn't do anything. Jack didn't want to – normally he's, like, very, like, go get him and yeah, like, go, get stuff done. Like, usually Saturday is the day where we get our stuff done, but the weather – it was, like, raining and cold, and 
he was like, oh, Formula One's at like one o'clock. So it's like right in the middle of the day. I was like, that's fine. I'm going to go lay in bed and like kind of nap and kind of read for like four hours. <laughs> that sounds lovely. Yeah, it was great. And, and then basically got to be like five o'clock week. and we were like, it got to be like five o'clock and we were like, well, do we want to like go to the grocery store or just like scrounge oh leftovers gosh. that we have in the house? And I was like, yeah, we'll just scrounge. It's fine. So we went, we were like, we could, we did all our chores and stuff today instead. But even that we were done by like 12 o'clock. So just been chilling. I know I will say I've thrown off our chore schedule for the weekend, so we're a little off. Because <laughs> normally it's like Saturday morning, go to the grocery store, but mm-hmm. I wasn't here, and and I had to rush back yeah. to my Spanish class. Oh yeah, that was a hard one. I came back like from Lizzo, like literally just went into my Spanish class, and I was like... That's dedication so t- right there. I was so tired the whole time, I was like yawning, I'm like, it's not because of the class, because I didn't get any sleep. Or I did get <laughs> sleep, but just not enough, because I'm old. Um, yep, not enough. Well, that sounds nice. Um, I'm ready to, like, after this, start my relaxing weekend. Um, then trying to figure out how to get my AirPods back. <laughs> no! Yeah, so annoying. I was like, no, please tell me I didn't do that. That's annoying. But anyways, um, well, one thing I did fit in yesterday because of the podcast even though I was tired, I wanted to sleep, <laughs> but I fit it in before I went to this other concert, was watching the new Lindsay Lohan Christmas joint on Netflix. I don't know what it's yes, called. Which, Falling what for is Christmas. it called? Falling for Christmas. That makes sense. <laughs> I like how we both had the exact same thing. We were like, wait, what is it called? Oh no. <laughs> Falling for Christmas, starring Lindsay Lohan and... Cord Overstreet, that's his name, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. From Glee. I did make fan. note of that, because I was like, I gotta remember what his name is. Do I remember um, what his character's name is? Absolutely not. And I just watched it this afternoon, so. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, but watched it. I did it. Tim and I watched it. Um, I watched it. Jack watched the last, uh, 15 minutes. <laughs> he missed all the lead-up. He doesn't know what's I know. happening. He missed, he missed it all. He missed it all. He could not possibly guess what was happening. Um, before we get into this, did you hear all the, um, I don't know if it made it over over the pond, did you hear over the, all the uh, Candace Cameron beret, like, nonsense from this past Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, it was, like, all over social media and stuff, yeah. but it's also, like, is anyone really surprised? Like... No, definitely not. Like, everyone who's... Like, oh my god, I'm like, for real, y'all? Like, it's not a shock. Like, no, it's definitely not shocking at all. Look who her coming from is. her. Look who her brother yeah. is. And yeah, I feel like she's told you, I feel like she's been showing that. Also, I'm just like, what is this channel, though, that she's like going to? I'm like, where does it live? What? I don't understand what it is. Isn't that like the super right wing? I mean, it is, but like, like, I don't know where it actually, like, is it on cable? Like, I've never heard of it. Yeah, until... it's, just, it's just a regular channel. Mm. All right, well, you know what? I'd say to her that I don't really... It's not like any of her Christmas movies for Hallmark have been, like... They've been, like, fine. It's like, okay, cool, whatever. Whatever. We don't need that. We got Melissa Joan Hart. (laughs) Yeah, we got Melissa Joan Hart. We've got got plenty of people. Plenty. Um, Yeah, and also I'm just like, I would love to see way more, like same-sex Christmas movies. 
Yeah. I'm like, just throw them all in there. Who cares? Right? Yeah. Do them all. Do whatever. Give us all the romance at Christmas. Yeah. I'd be like, who cares? Any form of it. I'll take any of it. Cheer. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, let's do like a trans romance. Let's do like, you know, I don't. I feel like we haven't, we've seen, they've done a couple like male, male ones. Let's see some female, female ones. Like, yeah, I don't care. Mm -hmm. Sounds great. I guess we had that. The one that was like on Hulu was that last year or was that two years ago? Which one? With Case Two. Oh, I think that was two years ago. <laughs> it's all blending together now. I think last yeah, year, exactly. Was it was two years ago. That's yeah. like the only one we we're gonna get. Like, <laughs> I think there was there was that one last year with um, Michael Yuri that was on Netflix when he had like the plants. You know, he was a plant. Yeah, plant yeah. Dad. But I, but you were saying sapphic ones, so I was like, we ha- we haven't had a, had a sapphic oh, one yeah, in two yeah, years. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're right. Yes, we got one. Um, but exactly, we're like grasping at straws. We're like one a year. That's not enough. Yeah, across all the platforms, it's yeah, not enough. I know. I think Hallmark's finally gonna have one, like one. And I'm like, they better be main characters, like not not yeah. side characters. I feel like they tried to pull that. They're like, we do have some gay people in our movies, and they were like the right, side it's just characters. Like, I'm like, it's okay, like a thirty no. second reference. <laughs> yeah, that was probably like super like stereotypical, if I'm guessing. But it's like no. No, no. Um, but anyways, so we're kicking off our our annual Christmas movie viewing watching party, and it's very early. It's very early for that. Very early. I really, I think because I'm so tired and just like burnt out, I'm just like not in the holiday spirit no. mode at all. Even though I'm in a country where everything is already full Christmas, like like full speed ahead, and I'm just like, no. <laughs> I know. I was literally shopping in Target the other night. And they're playing music. I'm like, stop. Stop. <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping this week, being taken off, like, as we get towards Thanksgiving, obviously, that I can somehow get myself into the Christmas mood, because it's yeah. not feeling it so far. Yeah, um, same. I just feel stressed. That's all I feel. Um, mm. But hopefully, watching some of these movies will help get us in the Christmas mood and help you get in the Christmas mood. Um... So if you want to save this to like listen to out you know after Thanksgiving like a normal human who doesn't want to watch a Christmas movie before Thanksgiving, stop now because we're gonna start talking about the movie. Save it, come back, um, and load us up like the second that that turkey is done. You know you're done eating, just load it up. Listen, turn on, yep. turn on your little fireplace or whatever, and we're uh, ready. Watch that Lindsay Lohan movie. Um, all right, so it's called Falling for Christmas. Yep. Netflix, Confirmed Falling for Christmas. Netflix original. Original. Um, so where do we want to start? Do we want to say, like, did we like it? Do we not like it? Or... <laughs> um, I don't know. Do you want to do that? Or do you want to do, like, a reca- like recap of what's the, like, elevator pitch for the movie? Oh, okay. Because um, right, by the time the I elevator to... pitch? I like it. So by the time I went to watch it, today i had completely forgotten whatever it was supposed to be about oh i didn't really know for yeah. i mean i'm sure at some point like i watched the or like read the synopsis or whatever but i'd completely well, what's forgotten. funny is because like on netflix you know they have like a big picture or whatever of like the thing mm-hmm. and she the picture was like her in the hospital with a bandage and i think tim goes <laughs> this is like an amnesia situation and i'm like i don't know i guess we'll find yeah. out <laughs> 
Yeah, so there we go. So we have a, uh, you know, Aspen Ski Resort heiress uh, who, yeah, she gets into a ski accident because she doesn't ski. She gets into an accident on the slopes and she gets amnesia. She gets amnesia. So then, like, the small town of Aspen, you know, in the small town of Aspen, (laughs) the local lodge owner... Uh, who, you know, just so happens to be a widower single dad. Just every single trope check box uh, with that one. Brilliant. Who, he owns the lodge and it's on hard times, but he's so nice. So he takes her in and they, like, help bring her back to, like, bring back her memories or whatever until her actual family, like her dad. Because she also (laughs) only has a dad because her mom also died. (laughs) Just like the little girl who is the daughter of Cord Overstreet. Um, and but of course, through her having two regular people, yeah, <laughs> while she has amnesia, she you know catches feels for Co- Cord Overstreet, whose character name I can't remember. Jake, his name is Jake, of course. Which is that supposed to be a Mean Girls reference? Because there's definitely another Mean Girls reference oh, in the there movie. Oh, there definitely was. I didn't even catch it. Tim caught that one. Me but... neither. I just looked up his character name just now, and I was like, ha No, I mean, the Jake. other reference those to Mean Girls, I did not catch that. Tim caught it. But anyways, we can get into that. But you know what? To your point about him being a widower, and I, was, I love them to have one where it's like, no, we just got divorced. I mean, but we're like still on good terms. Like, she lives <laughs> yeah, down the road. Yeah, she's fine. Yeah, no. But that's like, it's that's such a like... I mean, it's not like the books that I read, but I feel like single dad trope is so common, but it's also so common, like, they have to be a widower, because it's, like, the whole thing of, like, no, they can never have had another love unless they're dead. Like, there has to be no other woman drama or whatever. I'm like, or, like you said, I was like, can we not just have, like, it's 2022, Uh, sometimes it doesn't work out. (laughs) Yeah. You can be friendly about it. It doesn't have to be, like, contentious. Like, Yeah. I did read one book because I was trying to do, like, a uh like book bingo challenge or whatever so i read one that the person that recommended it was like oh it's five stars whatever and i read it and it was fine and i do think one of the characters was just divorced um and it was fine but of course it had to be like the like so divorced and like a meet and like extremely vilifying the person they got divorced from and stuff and i was like we could just be cool about it there was other reasons i didn't really like the book i was like it's fine i was like if this is the type of thing you want to read it's fine but yeah two and a half stars <laughs> yeah it's like not okay. for me that's <laughs> fine whatever so anyways yeah so we get this uh we open up with our, our Lindsay lohan character being like an heiress who doesn't who mm-hmm. her dad owns a ski resort but she does not ski which i was just like i don't understand that like yeah and it's like her dad we don't really know how old she's supposed to be but her dad has like set her up with like a fake job mm-hmm. but i did appreciate that she was self-aware enough was. to know that she was like this isn't real she was What's... like i just want to be known she even said she's like it's not even a real job i just want to be known for something like other than being like you know an heiress or whatever which i was like she's very self-aware she is she in is this initial five minutes yeah, and unlike the boyfriend she's dating, who... Yeah, he's But what's funny is when she said it's not a real job, it kind of, like, is a real job based on, yeah. like, because, <laughs> like, I don't know if I've ever revealed this on the podcast, but, like, I work for, a, like, I work with hotels, and 
like, they wouldn't call it VP of Atmosphere, but, like, they do kind of have jobs like that. Like, so yeah. it is a real I feel like job. it's the name. It was, like, her dad probably just created it, but it definitely would be for a resort like that yeah. where you'd have, like, a, someone who would be, like, curating the, yeah. like, vibe. Even, like, have of someone everything. like that, like, kind yeah. of, that was always, like, I forget what, like, when she originally started, what her title is, like, because it's not the same now, but that's kind of what it was. She'd go and make sure that, like, help pick out like the uniforms and like you know the it's all like the vibes it's like vibes yeah yeah (laughs) you're like based on like the brand like would this be the uniform they wear or this be you know it's like stuff like that Mm -hmm. like no this doesn't match the vibes but anyways yeah she was very self-aware he's trying to give her a job she's come (laughs) up for christmas of course um okay here's a very important question before we get into it and I asked him this question before we started. I said, will Christmas actually be integral to the plot of this movie, or is it just incidentally Christmas? Mm. It was like 50-50, yeah, I feel like. it's like in the middle. It's not like... Yeah. It wasn't fully all the way, like, Christmas bonanza, super important, but it was in there a little bit. Like, yeah, yeah I would say 50%, right yeah. in the middle. It's kind of just like, I always think of that one with um, Rob Lowe and what's her name from Sex and the City, the one, mm-hmm. which was a good uh, Yeah, movie, the one where they're I like liked. in Africa. But Christmas was just like, it yeah, was just like, it was just oh. like the end, it was the end cap of the movie. I like that movie too. Like it's actually, was is pretty good. Like yeah. just randomly. And that well, was like, probably the first Christmas time I watched movie. a Christmas movie. Right. That's probably the first Christmas movie I ever watched that was, like, before Thanksgiving, because I was here. Yeah. <laughs> and not working at the time, and I was like, well, I guess I'm gonna watch this random Rob Lowe movie. Okay. And then it was good. Yeah, it just starts because she's, like, <clears throat> having Christmas with her family at the time, and then, and that one, they get divorced. <laughs> yeah, they do get divorced in that one. But it's just, like, okay. It, so, I kind of don't like it when they're, like, let's do a Christmas movie that, like, basically doesn't matter if it's christmas or not it could be said at any other time of the year yeah but so you know what i thought you were gonna say yeah somewhere in the middle what i thought you were gonna say as the most important question is how far is this mysterious aspen location from denver (laughs) pretty far i'd say (laughs) yeah well i googled it aspen is like four hours from denver by vehicle okay so four hours they didn't say that though which if you ask a british person that might as well be the other side of the planet but yeah to an American, we're like, that's right, next door. <laughs> well, Chad, Ch- Court Overstreet did at some point be like, when he's talking about like selling the lodge or whatever, was like, oh, I don't know, move back to the city? And it's like, what city? Okay, sure. Whatever. Oh, true. Must have been Denver, I guess. I didn't think of that. You're right. <laughs> I'm uh, like, we're back. I feel like last year we didn't have any Christmas movies set in Colorado. So we're, they, they were, were like, all Chicago, in like Vermont. I feel like. They yeah, in Chicago. Locations. They were like East Coast or Chicago. Yeah. So now we're back. We're back in Colorado um so yeah that's funny <laughs> um it also could have been like we looked it up where they actually filmed like that hotel mm-hmm. it was actually like in park city so i feel like they could also be set in like utah somewhere you know yeah they never really said but you got vibes but anyways so Lindsay lohan of course is dating um this like influencer guy named tad right i think that's right they said that like a billion so. times <clears throat> Who is not self-aware at all. Has no self-awareness. No, he's the opposite. Yeah. He's the opposite. Um, but he's coming up to, like, I don't know, spend Christmas with her or whatever. And 
so then we get some interaction with like her and her dad who her dad's like this business guy who you know whatever and he's kind of like rolls his eyes at like the influencer thing um i did like when tad said we're gonna we'll take some ussies which i thought was funny because i was like <laughs> that's funny but i was like oh i've never heard that before me neither i don't think i, I don't know if i caught that so <laughs> um it's so dumb but uh oh i did forget we do see court overstreet coming to talk to Lindsay lohan's dad like on the slopes mm-hmm. um yep. because he needs like investor in his little lodge because he's you know like oh people learn at these lodges and then they like upgrade to your bigger resorts so yep it's like an investment or whatever and oh there was some amazing green screen that happened during that ski. oh so good green. so good i was like i'm skiing and it's like <laughs> they're like barely moving um but yeah so anyways i also just uh, loved every scene where they were skiing they were wearing like very fashionable sunglasses and not like proper ski goggles <laughs> no of course not um so like anyways he has a conversation he says no and then they like give him like a hot cocoa and okay here's what drove me in- crazy about that scene right so we've got like Lindsay lohan he's like in her like haute couture whatever outfit trying to find her boyfriend that's now at the lodge They've got a quarter over street walk, walking with this hot cocoa, okay? When they gave him the hot cocoa, they gave him to basically in like a Starbucks cup with like a lid, mm-hmm. right? Because that's how you carry beverages, so you like don't spill the beverage. But what does yeah. he do is he takes off the lid. Like, <laughs> so I wrote, why is he carrying it like that? Like, that's not a thing. Those lids specifically have sippy cups in them, so you don't have to take off the lid <laughs> to drink it. But they needed the story to happen, so I yeah. guess whatever. It's for plot. For plot purposes. But then that never comes back because, like, so he basically bumps into Lindsay Lohan, spills hot cocoa on her, and yep. whatever, and then it doesn't matter. But then, like, later when he meets her, like, it never becomes the realization of, like, oh, you're the girl I spilled hot cocoa on, but whatever. That's... Well, there's the scene where he's cooking or whatever, and she's eating the bacon after yep. she has amnesia. She's, like, eating the bacon. And he leans over to the grandma and is like, I feel like I've, I've met her, her before. before. Yeah, that's true. That's and so true, then it comes back at the end when, like, her dad comes and is like, no, you're Sierra, whatever, my daughter. And he's like, oh my gosh, we have met, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, it's yeah. not a, it's like a incidental, but it's not pivotal to the plot. That red dress, I think, was very cute. Um, but then yeah. they had the scene where they were eating lunch, her and dad or whatever, were eating lunch with her dad. Uh, and he, they like reach their arms over, and I was like, the the size of the sleeve being draped over this table is stressing me out. I was like, I'm sure when they filmed that, they make sure there was like nothing on the table. I was like, I was like, it's very cute, but very impractical because you'd yeah. be like knocking everything over or getting it like in the fire of a candle or something like, oh. faster. <laughs> um, so then we get like two things happening, some kind of like two storylines where you've got. Lindsay Lohan and Tad, who, like, want to go take some, like, pics or whatever. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Going up, like, a mountain on a snowmobile. Um, yep. And then you've also got, like, that with Jake, I guess, Court Overstreet character, going home and you're you're seeing that, like, the inns have, the lodge is having trouble and yep. he, we meet his daughter because we learn he's a widow where he's, yep. like, amazing. I literally, I actually did take notes for this. Um, and I, I literally have a note on here that says, I was like, OMG, he's a widowed single dad. The tropes just keep coming. So, oh yeah. Oh yeah, baby. That was one of my top notes. So the daughter and then grandma are like, oh, I'm going to, uh, we're going to some 
Christmas wishing tree thing, of course. There's always a wishing tree. Like, mm-hmm. when did this thing at Christmas, when did we decide that, like, wishes are magical at Christmas? What is, is that a thing? I don't know. I've never heard of, I've never heard of that for just random wishes, but they do seem to do that a lot in Netflix movies. Yeah. The only thing I know of, of, like, Christmas wish trees is, like, where it's, like, kids who need toys and, like, clothes and stuff. And so then you, like, pick one off the tree and, yeah. you know, get stuff for them. See, that um, I can be down with. Um, or donations. So it's, like. I'm down with that. Uh, it's actually fun. I've done that before. <laughs> nice. It's That's fun because, totally like, yeah, you get to go to stores and, like, buy fun yeah. toys and stuff. Very nice. I like that. Clothes. Um, yeah. Do that, Netflix. Have some wish trees that are, like, <laughs> to help people. Um, but anyways, yeah. okay, speaking of another trope, we get, so she goes to the wishing tree, and mm-hmm. what do we get? What do we get? We get magical Netflix Santa. It's a magical Santa. I literally wrote magical Santa. Tim Spotter. I have. He's I said like, it's Santa. <laughs> yes, I have on here. I said it's the Netflix magical Santa. He's in everything. He's like, literally in every movie. I'm like, is he's in all of them? I really got to go back and like retcon this. It's like I swear he's been or some essence or vibe of magical netflix yeah Santa it's not the same now guy, i don't think of... but yeah no. he's in like it's always the same it's always the same there's always like some random magical man with a white beard so. yeah it's like okay magical santa's here what's he gonna do yep. and he's like, like the only one i was thinking like has there been where it might not have been one was the castle one that we watched last year i don't remember if there was a magical Christmas Santa, but I mean, they were in Scotland, so there probably was a dude with a white beard that they made him like, yeah. or he like gave her a misdirection so she'd end up at the castle or something. Probably. I don't remember. I don't remember. Or there was like a magical fairy or something, but. <clears throat> so yeah, so she makes a wish, of course, it's like for her dad to find love or whatever, and she puts it in this little card, and then magical Santa does something, and then what's funny is when the wish blows up, we were so both fun. like, is that a good thing? Like, would you be happy if your wish blew up? Like, until... You're like, okay. I I was... Even... I was like, she wrote the paper and put it in a thing and put the thing on the tree, but the actual slip of paper came out of the envelope yeah. and flew yeah. <laughs> Not just the whole thing. You... I feel like I if I were like, a wow, kid, I would be no, crying and be like, I just, my wish is gone. Uh, yeah, no wishes for you. Cole only. Yeah, but, okay, so, like, the wish has flown onto the air, and apparently that triggers some, like, weather incident, and yep. so Lindsay Lohan and Tad are on the top of this mountain that they're not supposed to be on, because it's, yep. it's, like, Trespassing. pass, and neither of them know how to do anything, and then he proposes and gives her, like, huge-ass ring, but it's, like, too big, and yep. then they both fall off this mountain, and I wrote, so they are both dead now, like, that is, like, what would realistically have happened. <laughs> Yes, but even we miss because it's like the oh, two t- the one uh, thing. The story okay. lines coming yep, on the drive we to something. the mountain. We miss something on the drive to the mountain before they get on the snowmobile. They're in like a Maserati SUV or whatever. Um, the radio is on, and of course, it's playing Jingle Bell Rock, Jingle not Bell the OG Rock. version, but like a different version. And so then Lindsay Lohan starts singing to it. She's like, "Oh, I love this song," and starts singing along. One because at first my brain was like, "Oh, of course, we can't have a." Christmas movie with Lindsay Lohan without her singing. Yeah. And then I was like, oh wait, it's Jingle Bell Rock. Mean Girls. <laughs> I like to say that I'm a bad, I'm a bad millennial because like I didn't even catch that and Tim goes, isn't this what she's saying Mean Girls? And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, God, I can't believe I missed when, it. Once she was like a, yeah, once she was a few beats into it, then I was like, oh my gosh, of course it's like the, you know, Mean Girls scene. Um, but then of course Tad is lame and he's like, no, I don't like Christmas music and he changes it to something else. Yeah. 
And then we get the dramatic scene. She's looking out the window wearing the most 90s sunglasses I've ever seen in my life. Okay, here's my problem with what happens after they fall off the mountain, okay? I just thought it was so insane that they did it this way because literally her mom, the woman who played her mom in The Parent Trap, died from like this exact, not exact thing happening, but she died in a skiing accident. And I was like, Mm -hmm. okay. I was just like, I feel like this is insensitive to like, Lindsay Lohan, True, maybe, I didn't catch or just that, like, that's fair. I was like, okay, and it was so like over the top the way she like hit her head. I was like, she would be dead if she actually hit her head like that. It was literally like she slid into a tree, and it yep. was like direct head hit. And I was like, I don't like this. <laughs> like, I would prefer she like, I don't know, skied and like hit a branch or something and then fell back and hit her head. I don't know. I was just like, ah, I find this whole thing ridiculous. I didn't like it. It was, like, too over the top for me. But, yeah. So, anyways, Cord Overstreet is, like, pulling up in his little sleigh or whatever with some guests and sees Lindsay Lohan's, like, dead body, basically. Body. (laughs) Dead body on the side of the road. He's like, I didn't even deal with this. (laughs) And um, so he takes her to the hospital. But then we also have Tad. Okay, I need to read on Tad. Like, what's his deal? Because I'm not sure. I'm not sure what they were trying to. I was like, is this supposed to be just like a slight, like, you know, some bi rep just like on the sly, which would be fine? Or are we supposed to think that Tad is actually like into guys this whole time? I was like, I don't understand. I mean, it's like it doesn't really matter. Like, whatever. No, but really I feel matter. like they were it's trying to. They were trying to say something, but it was not clear <laughs> because what they okay, were trying so to Tad put across doesn't die either somehow and then he's like walking around trying to find like whatever and he stumbles across like this fishing cabin and or fishing mm-hmm. shed or something and then he meets this guy ralph who's like an older like i don't know just a guy who goes like at like a survivalist yeah dude so i don't know about you but tim and i were like are there like vibes between him and ralph like because that's like, what i was thinking too weird interactions so like mm-hmm. we would like be with Lindsay lohan and court overshoot we're like this is boring can you cut back to tad and ralph like what's happening <laughs> with that story <laughs> see i feel like i was the opposite where i just like kind of forgot like one time when they cut back to the scene of them like eating the campfire beans or whatever i was like oh yeah i forgot about them yeah but yeah, it was there was definitely vibes there, and I was just like, "What are they trying to get across with these vibes?" I mean, it's fine. like it doesn't really matter. But I was like, "I'm, I don't know." I no, felt like they were matter. trying to, like they were trying to say something. So I'm like, "Just say it." <laughs> I was like, "Either just have it happen or don't have it happen." I don't like yeah, it's yeah. weird like vibe. Like I'm we like, both, oh, we already man. know that he's not going to end up with Lindsay Lohan, so we're like, "I'm fine yeah, with him getting matter. another love interest." Like it doesn't matter. <laughs> I think it would have been amazing if he, like, somehow ended up with Ralph, like, this, like, survivalist <laughs> It was so guy. funny, right? Because he was like, well, you know, I'll get you set up with that, like, you know, survivalist blog. And it's like, that would have been the best partnership. I love it. Yeah. Um, it would have been hilarious. So, yeah, well, anyways, that was just a random side tangent. So then we get Lindsay yeah. Lohan, who's at the hospital and has amnesia and is somehow not dead. Um, and... So then, like, she doesn't know who she no is. No other, no other injuries, though. You know, amazing. No she fell from no, she's fine. Like a height of who knows how high. No other injuries, just amnesia. No, and she like tumbled. There was lots of tumbling happening. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah. She's fine though. She so, must have really she must have really tucked tucked and rolled. No broken wrists, ankles, arms, nothing. Um so she doesn't know who she is. The sheriff doesn't know what to do with her. The hospital's like, you can't really stay here or whatever. And then obviously she could have, but it was like there or then Cora she's like, Oh, she can come stay at the end or whatever. And she's like, mm-hmm. mm. And I feel like rightly so, she's like, I don't know who this guy is, like yeah, she's like, I'm not gonna go stay in his like weird murder cabin, <laughs> which I think is fair. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's a normal reaction. There were some, there were some bits in the movie where it's like it's almost self aware of itself, and like the characters actually had some common sense. It was kind of funny. Yeah, but she ended up does go to the the murder cabin or whatever, um, <laughs> and and uh, then they decide to like. Oh, okay. Before we get into, like, her doing normal people things, so they, like, get her a room or whatever, and then mm-hmm. she's, they open the, she opens the windows. Are you, do you know what I'm about to talk about right now? Like, this is at night. And she see, we see the worst CGI raccoon that, like, you've ever seen. It was, like, the lizard <laughs> of the movie. The lizard of the movie. They never yep. show it again. They, they had, they were like, we gotta get a CGI raccoon in here for some reason that has, like, no <laughs> relevance to the plot. And she does a full, like, fall back into a lazy boy and, like, flip. I feel like they were like, we gotta get some physical comedy in here for Lindsay Lohan to pull off. And I'm like, okay. They had her doing a lot of physical comedy, so. I'm like, alright. Was that her request or was that, like, the filmmaker's request? I don't, whatever. It was so bad, though. But anyways, that's just, I just had to point that out. It was just, like, laughably bad, the CGI record. Yeah. Um, but then we get into the next day, and then we get into her doing, like, normal people things. Yeah. And after, so you know like, the fa- first So my favorite thing... thing... Oh, go ahead. Oh, it's just, like, after the first thing, I was like, why are you still trying? She clearly doesn't know how to do anything, but okay. Yes. So here's my two notes. So the she spends the night at the, like, lodge or whatever, and she's immediately woken up by the Netflix sound. Dun-dun! Like, the TV comes on, and of course the promo was for the Christmas, ca- like, Castle for Christmas movie. Yep. Because I know last, for uh, last time on the pod, we were like, what do you think they're gonna, like, are they gonna do another tie-in where they show the movies on the screen? And they did! Oh, they sure so that did. made me laugh. I was like, gotta have the Netflix self-promo in there. Um, yeah, and then they have her start, like, doing chores or, like, normal people stuff to try and help her remember things, possibly. But I literally have a note in here, as you said, after, like, the first thing where she can't do it i was like why are they letting a woman with no memory do chores unsupervised i was like if she has amnesia she clearly doesn't remember how to do anything so it's like what chaos chaos. oh it's very it's probably like uh i feel like in movies they're always like it's like amnesia is very like you know specific it's like well you can remember how to do like things but you can't remember anybody any humans you know what i mean also, mm-hmm. I would love to know what the actual percentage of people that, like, end up with... I'm not saying there's none, but, like, what's the actual percentage of people that have amnesia? Like, because I feel like it's yeah. one of those things that we've been taught that we should really be scared of getting amnesia. Yeah, you it's, know? Like, it's, it's like, like the quick, it's like the quicksand of yeah. romance movies is amnesia. It's, it's like this, the stop, drop, and roll. It's like, I saw something <laughs> where I was like, I thought I was going to be on fire a lot, you're like, because you're... <laughs> Who's having to, st- you know, for like, for like proposition by someone trying to like give you drugs? <laughs> yeah, stranger danger. Yeah, at every corner you gotta just say no at every every corner. <laughs> yeah, 
And that's what amnesia is like, I feel like. It's like, everyone's going to have amnesia. Mm. Like, there's so many movies built around this, like, idea of amnesia. And I'm like, I just feel like, has anyone ever (laughs) actually known anyone that's gotten amnesia? Like, I just, I need to know. If you've, if you know someone that has gotten amnesia, please go to our Instagram and let us know. Because I'm seriously interested. Um, Because I feel like one of my favorite, like, rom-coms of all time, While You Were Sleeping... Is the whole thing is uh, based around amnesia, yeah. but whatever. Yeah, it's just stupid because they're like, well, she can't make a bed. Um, she can't clean I, a toilet. I did laugh. I did laugh at that scene. Yeah, because like she can't put a fitted sheet on. But even better, I'm like, the struggle is real. They should have had her trying to put a cover on a duvet. Like, oh god, I can't even do relatable. that. Relatable. <laughs> cannot. I literally. So I have this weighted blanket that comes with a cover, and I decided to get it out because it's been colder. And I was trying to put the cover on, and I literally, like, gave up. And I was just like, so I, Tim came in, I was, like, live Don't need it. reading. He's like, did you get it? I was like, I sure didn't. I got it, like, halfway, and I just gave up. He's like, why are you so it's bad at this? I'm like, I don't know. I really don't know. It's like a skill I cannot master. Uh, that's, yeah, that's um, bad. And then she, like, throat she messes up the washing machine like to be fair yeah. though i feel like if the the thing hadn't fallen in there it might have been okay with it would have been fine machine. yeah that was just an accident that wasn't her that was an accident that, also um, i don't and think then it's the possible best... to get a toilet brush stuck in a toilet stuck. like that but yeah and then start like a geyser of water yeah. so uh-huh no no just for plot purposes um I can't quite remember exactly the sequence of events after that, but at some point we get a cut scene where Tad and the, like, wilderness man, they're, you know, walking through the past, trying to get back to the town or whatever. Because the wilderness man had a truck, but it's dead and covered in snow. So they're walking and walking, and there's a bit where he, like, Tad, like, falls down, and he's like, just leave me here! (laughs) And I was like, honestly, relatable, because that's, like, me to Jack anytime we go for, like, a really long hike, and I'm just like, just leave me here! Just leave me here to die. (laughs) That was one of the scenes where I like was like getting. I was like, are we supposed to be like reading into this because the wilderness guy gives him his snowshoes and he's like, but they're so strong. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, okay, I don't understand this. That's what I was like, fine, I don't care. That's where where it was definitely starting. It was funny, but I did laugh at the bit where he just collapsed in the snow and he's like, just leave me here, just go on without me, (laughs) just go on. Um. So yeah, then I guess. Here's here's my kind of, like, a little bit of annoyance at the movie is, like, I feel like I was waiting, and I guess we never really got this, so who knows what it is, like, her skills to help the Lodge. Like, what is Lindsay Lohan's skills mm-hmm. to, like, yeah help the Lodge? And I feel like she didn't really, they never, like, presented, like, oh, she's really great at throwing, like, parties, or she's really great at yeah. whatever, you know? Yeah, they just had her come up with that idea, I feel like, and then didn't actually show like, any okay. of the work going into it. Yeah. Then, I feel like my notes kind of fell off from there, so I can't quite remember Same. the exact sequence of events. Um, I don't know, it doesn't matter. Yeah. They're all they're really doing matter. things around the lodge. There's lots of talk about Cordova Street, like, getting, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. moving forward. Um, the daughter oh, loves to make they, up a friendship. Yeah, and because they can't remember, she doesn't know what her name is, so uh, she like chooses the her and the 
daughter choose the name Sarah. I was like, well, it is the best name, so, you know. Well, there you go. It just happened (laughs) to be pretty close to her actual name, which was Sierra. Sierra. But also, like, what child, like, names their animals, like, real names, like, their stuffed toy animals? Like, this it's not, like, Spot, Bingo, and then Sarah. Like, (laughs) yeah. It would have been funny if all the names were, like, uh, like, Linda, like... (laughs) Yeah, this one's Karen, and uh, this one is Susan. (laughs) Yeah, Susan, Karen, (laughs) Linda, like... Chad. Names that people don't actually name their kids. Um, Yeah. It'd be like Chad. They're like, this one's Chad, this one's like Bryce. It's just like random names. Um, So funny. But yeah, so we get like, you know, the whole falling in love montages where it's like... Mm -hmm. He's teaching her how to do normal people things, which is so romantic. Wouldn't you love it yep. if a guy was teaching you how to do something? Like, that's yeah, a chore? Totally. I know, we get the, like, here's how to make like, one pancake at a time in the most inefficient way possible by flipping it, like, doing the skillet flip to make one tiny silver dollar pancake. Yeah. But, you know, like, we gotta okay. have it. And then, you know, we we gotta have that. We gotta have, like, they go to the like town christmas fair or whatever for the lighting ceremony which that was my other thing i was like so they haven't lit the town christmas tree yet so i was like what time frame is it supposed to be even in the town i live in they're lighting it next like this coming week they're turning it on so i was like that's a month before christmas it's like what is this ski town where it's like a week before christmas and they haven't turned on the light like the christmas tree light what Um, oh yeah they go how much time had passed like yeah for sure the accident very unclear. It seemed like it was all supposed to be, like, the week before Christmas, but who knows. But yeah, they go to the Christmas festival, and of course, Magical Santa is there, and he, like, yep. gives her a snow globe, which is a callback to a thing earlier in the episode where, like, her dad had given her a snow globe, and it, like, triggers memories of her um, mom and whatnot. But the best is, after that, we then get, like, a mistletoe scene <laughs> mm-hmm. in the lodge. And I was like, y'all, this is the first time you've walked under this? You've walked in this in and out of these rooms a thousand times. <laughs> nope. They didn't care about it that nope. time. But they didn't, but they don't kiss. They don't kiss. I actually think it was funny because I think Tim was like, "This. what if she's, like, married? What if she's, like, whatever? Like, you shouldn't... Yep. And then he does stop and was like, well, that's probably not a good idea because we, like, don't know anything about, like, your is it, situation. Yeah. It's another beat of self-awareness of the film because it's, like, we're, like, yep. again, where he's, like, pointing things out that were like as normal people we would point this out but usually they don't point this out in movies yeah um so then i don't know i feel like she decides she wants to help the lodge yeah we get a scene where she like comes down and the grandma character is like looking at like family memory album and that's when she spills the beans that the lodge is like you know in trouble and Lindsay Lohan's like oh no we have to help it so grandma gives her the album to look through but instead of looking at it she immediately closes it and goes to put it away in the desk yeah but in the desk drawer there's like a creepy christmas tree topper angel <laughs> yep mm-hmm. that apparently Cordover street and his uh deceased wife you know bought together and all this stuff he's like not ready to you know use it so he like keeps it away i was like but you keep it in your desk that's so creepy but yeah my main comment yeah, was that i was like why are angel angel tree toppers are just the worst they're so creepy they're not my favorite that's for sure no 
but that's when it's like she's like okay like i gotta leave like i can't i shouldn't be here anymore all this stuff um but of course when she tries to leave like the whole family's like no you have to stay and like cordover street has had a change of heart and all this stuff so they decide to have the christmas eve party at their hotel so then they start printing out full page flyers with full background ink and i'm like holy moly that is a lot of ink yep (laughs) to use on those pages but they start handing them out and all this stuff and it's like christmas eve party at the lodge blah 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 um so they then it's like a scene where the grandma gives her a dress to wear for the party um which also one of my main things about this whole movie was you know obviously she has amnesia and has like no physical possessions on her after you know she should have died on the mountain but in every scene she has like cute outfits i'm like where these clothes come from i was like clothes maybe they they... came from lost and found but i'm like she has jeans that fit perfectly shoes exactly everything perfect shoes i said i assumed that it was set in aspen because in a lot of scenes she's wearing a sweater that says aspen that's true (laughs) which actually was a cute sweater i was like oh that's cute um yeah everything fits perfectly especially the shoes and stuff so it was just really that was funny to me um But then, like, you know, it's early and no one's there for the party yet. And even Court Overstreet, his character Jake, he's like, well, you know, it was like a last minute party and it's Christmas Eve. People already have plans. I'm like, bro, you're just saying my exact thoughts from the last scene where you were handing out flyers. I was like, it's like, in what? And only in Christmas movie world can you decide to have a uh, Christmas Eve party on December 23rd. And there's enough people with no plans that they will show up. Because that's exactly what happened in Christmas Castle. <laughs> True. Um, well, you know, I guess people maybe just want to go get drunk the night before Christmas. True. That's fair. But uh, it was just funny to me that, uh, I'm like, once again, this movie is so self-aware of itself. It is very self-aware. Um, so, but people do show up and, you know, there's a heartwarming scenes of... Mm-hmm. everyone telling him how much the North Star Lodge means to them and giving them money and stuff and whatever. But I feel like concurrently at the, the fancy lodge, the dad, Lindsay Lohan's dad, finally comes back from like some business trip and is like, where's Sierra? And they're like, oh, we haven't seen her in like four days. And he's like, excuse me? What do you mean you haven't seen her in four days? <laughs> Everyone's just cool yeah, with that. Yeah, finally like, someone's like, what? <laughs> So he goes and, like, sees, like, all her stuff still there. Like, you know, clearly something has gone wrong. No one has seen Tad. So they go to the police sheriff department or whatever. And then Tad, of course, at the same exact moment, happens to come into the... Or get booked, I guess, by the police. Because, like, Ralph was doing poaching or something. I don't know. He's, like, getting arrested for some reason. And then the dad sees Tad and he's like, where's Sierra? He's like, I don't know. I see him at the hotel. No, man. <laughs> um, so then the sheriff kind of like puts two and two together and is like, "Oh, I think I know where she at," and then takes her to the north. <laughs> they take him to the North Star Lodge right as Court yep. Overstreet's giving a speech that's like, "I we couldn't have done this party without Sarah or whatever." Come on up here, and the dad of course comes in and is like, "Sierra." Yeah, and they barge in and they take her away, and I was like, "You know, it is a party. You could have just stayed." Like, <laughs> yeah. No. They're like, we have to leave this instant. <laughs> yeah, goodbye. Um, so then, I don't know, it's like the next day or whatever, and we see that changes have taken place in Sierra that she learned mm-hmm. from the North Star Lodge. Like, 
She knew how, she knows how to make a bed now, and she. They're really like hung up on the making of the bed thing. I was like, I don't think normal humans like make the bed in hotels. Like, by the way, I'm just throwing that out there. True. Or just like in life, I don't make my bed. I never make my bed. No. Um, no. but she's like cooking pancakes and whatever, and I don't know. Wearing Anyways. jeans, shocking. Yeah. Wearing jeans, how dare, how dare she? Um, but then they have a press conference where they're talking about the ordeal and then like announcing the engagement or whatever. And but then at the beginning, she's like, "I would just like to say that the North Star Lodge has taken such good care of me, and like I highly recommend it." Blah blah blah. Which causes an influx of reservations at the hotel. The hotel is saved. Thank God. Yep. Um, she did it. With all those skills. Yep. Um, I don't know. Then it runs down to, like, the, you know, your final scenes where everyone's, like, court over streets, like, the daughter's like, Dad, you have to go, like, tell her how you feel. And he's like, okay, let's go. And the only way to get there is the sled, apparently, for some reason. The sled from Magical Netflix. Yeah, from Magical Netflix Santa. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Also for Magical (laughs) Santa. Because he didn't buy the sled because it was too expensive. And then Lindsay Lohan ultimately breaks, tells her dad she doesn't want the job, um, breaks up with Tad, and what then Tad, okay, here's what, this is what I'm talking about with Tad, okay, so she breaks up with him, she's like, oh, you'll be fine by New Year's or whatever, and then Tad talks to this, like, guy that's been in the movies, like, works at the hotel, like, Lindsay Lohan's, like, assistant or whatever, He's like, whatever your name is, what are you doing for New Year's? And then you have, like, Court Overshoot, who's, like, come running up to the hotel and thinks that Lindsay Owens in this big, like, limo thing and, like, knocks on the door and, like, <laughs> I think I'm falling in love with you. And then the window rolls down and Tad's like, oh, that's so sweet, but I have other plans. And they, like, show the assistant guy. And I'm like, okay, so what's the deal with Tad? Like, it doesn't matter, but I'm like, <laughs> what? Like, yeah. For the second time, they're really trying to uh, allude to it, so. Uh, but it's just, like, weird to me, because I'm like, if he is into guys, too, like, who cares? But I'm just like, this is the yeah. guy that you've chosen for New Year's? Like, I feel like you're this, like, so famous influencer. You could, like, That's true. get anyone. It was weird. And then we get another one final instance of Magical Santa, because he tells Court Overstreet, hey, he just happens to be in front of this hotel. Hey, I think, yeah. uh... Who you're looking for is in like the back courtyard or some. I don't know how he knows that, but he's like, yeah, okay, because he's magical Santa. <laughs> he's magical Santa. He knows all. He knows. He knows um, everything. So then, quarter she goes, and he, you know, they, he doesn't even say the thing again. He doesn't say like, "I'm falling in love with you." They just like, kind of, say like, "Oh, I I decided to stay, and hopefully, like, you'll have me for Christmas or whatever." And then they finally kiss, like awkwardly, and uh, <laughs> yeah, in front like of the dad and daughter. Me. Yeah, for, for first kiss right in front of the dad and daughter. Yep, but then everyone's happy and it's great, and every everything is happily ever after. And that's Ooh. it. Lindsay Lohan's returned to acting and falling for Christmas. Complete. Um. So, what would you? say like did you like this movie did you not like this movie what were your feelings after it was all said and done Um, i think i liked it i think it was fine i think the best parts 
like the most successful bits of it was actually like um Lindsay Lohan and Cord Overstreet the scenes they had together were like good and well acted and I you know it's like you know it's a corny Christmas movie right the dialogue's not necessarily always spectacular but I actually felt like they like had on-screen chemistry a bit and like pulled it off a lot a lot more than some other uh ones that we've watched cough cough persuasion (laughs) yeah um (laughs) and even other Christmas ones that we've watched I'm like but like I feel like they're bits together but there's just like too many things happening almost with the I realize we can't just have Tad roll off the mountain and like never see him again yeah but it he's was dead now a bit, <laughs> I think it was a bit like disjointed and maybe it was because we didn't know like the amount of time that was elapsing or anything yeah and also if she's so famous how did no one in this entire town know who she was I feel like that was Tim's point the entire time it's like how does nobody recognize her it's like you have to imagine that, a like, single the mayor person the mayor mm-hmm. would maybe know her because her dad's like really famous like yeah probably. like they were at that christmas thing with the intent that it would be busy with a lot of people and someone might recognize her but no and i feel like she doesn't really like live there all year round but still i feel like if your dad has owned this like ski resort forever and like people just kind of like know who you are yeah. um i think my was, and it was said that like, she had like a big social media following and stuff so yeah. i feel like in the in the like rankings of the christmas movies that we have watched for the podcast that it is watchable and fine like yeah i think my issue with it was like i thought like alonzo hand corridor street did did you know mm-hmm. the job they could do with like the dialogue yeah. of this christmas movie i had like no issues really with any of the performances like jack yeah. wagner always good um i was just I feel like it was, like, even though there was a lot happening, I also felt like it was kind of boring, honestly. It was kind of like, okay, what's next? Like, something <laughs> happened now. <laughs> like, Yeah, it wasn't true. It was it was a bit, like, slow on the uh, the action, as you say. It was, it's like... It was kind of like, it wasn't bad enough to be funny, but it wasn't, like, good enough to be, like, any sort of, like, you know, classic. It was like, it just fell in the middle. It was fine. It was, you know... It was fine. There's yeah, we've definitely watched worse. Like, oh, we a for lot sure worse. have watched worse, hundred percent. I'd say it falls somewhere in the middle. It's not like yeah, the best movie we've, it's watchable. we've ever watched. It's definitely not the worst. The one with Kelsey Grammer is by far the worst Christmas movie we've ever watched. <laughs> uh, but it was entertaining. It was like so bad, but also like <laughs> just like thinking back on it, I'm like, what was that movie? God, it was so bad. I know. I. I need to go back and like write down a whole list of all the ones we've watched so far because you know after now this is like our third year so i'm like losing track <laughs> i know we should really have like an image that we just like update with like rankings of all the like the new Netflix rankings slash, yeah like, one hulu one <laughs> um but yeah i would say it's definitely um you know it's it's pretty classic you know your lifetimey hallmarky like Christmas movies like I will say it's I mean it's definitely better than I mean how many Hallmark movies did we watch with dad last year and every time he would pick and we would watch it and they were terrible and he was like I'm not allowed to pick anymore and then then he'd be like you guys can't let me pick anymore and then the next day he would pick the next one (laughs) those were so like all the ones we watched were so bad like they were next level bad um yeah and this was way better than those so that's fair I'd say the people that were in it, like, elevated a bit 
Um, yeah, totally. like, you know, real people that know how to act. Um, it's true. Yeah, though, I mean, I hope that Lindsay Lohan does more, like, if yeah. she wants to, gets back into acting and stuff more. She did a good job. So Yeah, good. No issues with Lindsay. I was happy to, Mm-mm. you know, you always go into it, and you're like, oh, I hope it's not going to be, like, really, like, embarrassing or anything for her mm-hmm. um but no she was she was good she did a good job um and yeah i do think her and court or she except for that last kiss which i was like i felt no chemistry with that kiss but like <laughs> the rest of it they actually had some chemistry um yeah it was like you know a little a little banterish i think i think yeah, at the end of the movie they showed all those um clips of like you know outtakes or whatever and I, I, the one that caught my attention was the one where with the creepy angel that she finds in the drawer Apparently the hand of it came off, and the so she hand. just holds up the hand, and she's like, "Why, why, why didn't you put this on the top of the tree?" <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "See, our girl's got jokes. Like, she does." <laughs> so I feel like they probably just had a fun time making the movie, which then you know comes off on the screen better. I feel like we need uh, to get fun. her in. Like, I haven't watched any of it. This I feel like we need to get her on like season three of like White Lotus, maybe or something, or like. How get her on some, like, hilarious. prestige television, you know? Like, get her back. Like, yeah. That would be good. Like, I don't know, throwing a hacks or something. Like, I don't know, something. Yeah. Well, I feel like she could play a good, like, on White Lotus, she could be a good, like, you know, the new, the second, or whatever, I'm sure second season's already over, but, like, the next season of White Lotus, she could be, like, the Jennifer Coolidge-type character. Yep. Totally. So good. Um... Because I do feel like a lot of but, her, you know, teen movies that she was in were more, like, comedies. Yeah, exactly. So she could play those roles where it's, like, they're accidentally funny, but, like, on purpose. I feel like she just needs to be in something that has, like, good writing, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like she that too. can act. Like, yeah. that's not really a question. Mm-hmm. I just feel like she has to have something that has good writing. Because I feel like she's been in some yeah. bad movies where, like, it's like, okay, well, she also has to be given, like, real... Yeah. For sure. Dialogue. So I'm hopeful for uh, Lindsay, or Lindsay Lohan. You know, I want to see her come back. You know, I'd also love mm-hmm. to see them back, and I think about this all the time as Amanda Bynes. I'd love to see her come back. And Yeah, I don't know what, what she's been up to the last few years. I feel like she I mean, pops up into social media news every once in a while and then, like, goes back. So yeah, I don't know I what the latest on like, her is. Mental health issues due to being, like, a child yeah. actor. So... You know, but I for sure I feel like she's a man still a classic. Like so many Amanda Bynes movies, you know. But we're hopeful for Lindsay Lohan. She's back in the game. But if we wanted to get Amanda Bynes in a Christmas movie, I feel like we should do that. I think it would be good. But um, would be good. I think for next week or whatever next time we record, um, we're gonna be doing maybe the Freddie Prince one. Is that the next one? I don't remember. I've already forgotten. Well, it's definitely out. So, I mean, I'm going to say that <laughs> yeah, one. There was one. It was probably that one. Because it's, yeah, I think it came out like this past week. We're just behind. <laughs> so we'll be watching whatever it's called. We don't know. It's just, it has Freddie Prince in it. Freddie Prince Jr. Uh, it's a Christmas movie. So that'll be our next one. Mm-hmm. And um, I guess we won't probably be talking to everyone on the podcast before Thanksgiving so I guess everyone enjoy well I guess wherever you are if you're in America enjoy your Thanksgiving if you're everywhere <laughs> else 
If you're an American anywhere else, um, hopefully you can take a day or two off like Sarah does and just whoop whoop celebrate Thanksgiving on your own. Yep. Um, it's fun. Yeah. Uh, if not, then, you know, just enjoy a normal week. Don't even, doesn't matter. Ignore everything I just said because Thanksgiving <laughs> isn't a thing. Um, and if you're in Canada, we already missed your Thanksgiving, so I apologize for yeah, that. Sorry about that. Say thanks. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> But, you know, enjoy your uh, turkey and your football and your parade and your dog show and whatever else it is you do on Thanksgiving. If it were up to me, it'd be, like, lasagna and, like, I don't Lasagna? Know, mac and cheese, man. I was like, who are you? Lasagna? Uh, mac and cheese. No, I know, I but, like, like, yeah, a, like a, whole, a whole meal, you know, if I'm just, like. Are you telling me that mac and cheese is not a whole meal? Because that's definitely what I ate a few weeks ago when Jack, when Jack was gone for that long weekend in Spain. I just had many versions of mac and cheese it was great um because i made enough for like a lot of people and then just ate it for a few days with i did add some veggies by the day too but i don't know what i'm gonna do this time i feel like for me like okay lasagna i feel like is great because it's good when you first make it and then if i'm forced to eat leftovers which i always am with thanksgiving (laughs) which i don't like (laughs) then i feel like thanksgiving is a great leftover food too it heats up well pasta is mm-hmm. always good like second third day so yeah. that's that's me that's true but i am getting some mac and cheese from whole foods which is where we ordered our Thanksgiving yeah. meal to come from tim didn't care but i was like nope getting mac and cheese deal with it um yeah of course have to and uh that's it so i guess thanks for listening everyone yeah until next time bye If you enjoyed this episode, please rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcast listening platform. You can also follow us on Instagram at myfavoritesisterpod or shoot us an email at myfavoritesisterpod at gmail.com. Bye!